A honey house is like driving an old truck. I mentioned that uh, I'm always listening to sounds that are out of place because it means that something is working differently than it should. Hello and welcome to Notes from the Bee Yard. You're listening to episode 11, September in the Honey House. A few weeks ago, we talked about honey extracting with a focus on the honey itself, the flavors, aromas, and stickiness. Today's episode is different. It's about a place, the honey house, its role at the heart of any honey producer's business, and the hard physical work helped by machines that makes it run. My name is Laura Tyler. I'm your producer and host. This is episode 11, September in the Honey House, written by Tom Theobald in 1990 and read by Tom in July 2021. Stay tuned through the end to hear Tom and I chat about work, place, and the Honey House. Dust plumes roll faintly behind the truck as it rattles down the washboard road in the failing evening light. After a quick trip home for supper, I make the three-mile drive back to the honey house to pump the last of the honey draining from the spinner and extractor. With the work of the day behind me, I have that warm, pleasant feeling of exhaustion earned through honest toil. Cool night air blows by my face and up my sleeve, across skin sticky from a day of extracting. To the west, the deep purple silhouette of the Rockies looms against the last steel-gray light of sunset. Far above, two contrails shine, catching the light of a sun now far below the horizon. One point southwest toward Los Angeles, the other northwest toward Seattle. In my mind's eye, I see the chattering travelers sipping cocktails as dinners are delivered. Up near the moon, it seems, and I am struck by the gulf which separates us. It is more than altitude and distance, both subtle and profound. They pursue their lives on the edge of the future, a high-technology world from which I feel so far removed. I follow a life surviving from a distant past. One man, a few machines, plants, insects, and the vagaries of the seasons. In one brief moment of fading light, I feel two disparate worlds brush by each other. The honey house sits dark and silent as I back in up the hill, and as I turn the lock, a nighthawk whoomps from somewhere high above. The honey house comes to life as I flip a switch and all the lights come on. In the far corner, classical music drifts slowly from the radio. The air is warm and close, heavy with the fragrance of new honey. A bee that failed to leave at dusk flies furtively around a ceiling light. She will be my captive until tomorrow. 
My days in the honey house are no nonsense, with a steady stream of tasks. But with the work behind me, I can sit quietly and reflect as the pump burps out the last of the thick new honey. This is my domain, my little factory, my hideaway. And as I sit, I think of all the friends who have visited me here over the years to observe this unusual operation for the first time. I remember record harvests of years gone by and record disasters as well as my eye sweeps the room. It is filled with machines, recognizable only to a beekeeper, gadgets of various kinds, my aging steam boiler, looking like some archaic cappuccino machine, or perhaps R2-D2's grandfather. Boxes line the wall. In the daytime, the honey house runs like a well-oiled machine, as all this equipment comes alive to do their thing. The only catch is that I am the oil. My time is spent on my feet, on the move, uncapping, loading and unloading the extractor and spinner, putting spun-out beeswax in the wax melter, and moving full or empty honey supers here and there. I know the personality of each machine, what obscure function each gadget serves, what each box contains, and when to give the boiler a little TLC. All of these are essential for this place called the Honey House to Run, and I often feel like the captain of a sailing ship or the engineer of a steam locomotive as I move about the honey house in this physical ballet, adjusting something here, tweaking something there, listening closely for any sound that's out of place, and running honey all the while. But then, the honey pump puts out the last of the treasure for this day, and my time for dreaming ends. I flip the switch and close the door. A fox barks faintly in the distance as dark and silence fold around. In spite of my exhaustion, I feel reluctant to leave this special place. The scene of so much work, so many memories. Tom, when you were reading this essay, tell me what you thought about. In total? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the honey house is the heart of my business, and it's the heart of any beekeeper's business. For some, it may be a separate building, which in my case it is, but for many others, particularly for hobbyists, it may be the kitchen <laughs> or the garage or any other space that can be made available in the fall. It's often a test of, uh, of marriage, it's a strong test of marriage to, for a beekeeper to move his operation into the kitchen uh, isn't always... <laughs> isn't always acceptable. 
But people uh, married to beekeepers manage to get through it. And by beekeeper, I mean that could be either a man or a woman who is occupying the kitchen during harvest time. The honey house itself, it's kind of like a machine, but it's not really a modern machine. It's like an old-fashioned machine. Mm -hmm. And so I I think um, for folks who are interested in machines and engineering, there really is a lot of appeal. And I was wondering, do you enjoy working with the machinery of the honey house? Well, when everything is working, it's a pleasure. But there are so many things that can go wrong. The honey house is like driving an old truck. I mentioned that uh, I'm always listening to sounds that are out of place because it means that something is working differently than it should. And that usually signifies some sort of uh, problem. And everything is fine as long as that well-oiled machine is working like a well-oiled machine. It's the heart of my business. The honey house is the heart of my business. And my heart resides there as well. So the honey house is a very special place. I don't know. Other beekeepers would understand very quickly what I mean when I talk about the honey house, even if they don't have a honey house. The, the honey house is the heart of almost everything I do. So you're at the honey house with your almost timeless equipment there, harvesting honey, and then you're looking up and you're seeing an airplane in the sky and you're noting a comparison. It's it's as if you're imagining a parallel life for yourself. Like, what if you had stayed in the corporate world? Well, I was once in their world, the world of travel and jets and all of that uh, high-pressure rapid uh, whatever, and I'm in a completely different world. I've, I've returned several hundred years to something that's very basic that I find very satisfying. So I don't compare myself directly to those people up in the jet passing by, but I do see the difference in the life that we've chosen or which has been chosen for us. Anything else? Oh, there's lots more. I mean, everything is else. I wrote about the honey house because the, at certain times of the year, the honey house is the heart of my business. And I uh, inherited a lot of old equipment. I referred in the last column to my steam boiler. Steam was an energy source for old-time beekeepers for many years, and I think the brass plaque on the steam generator is dated 1904. And it was very temperamental and always uh, ready to develop some problem. And it was, at that time, 
was an important part of the extracting. And it's those kinds of things that uh, made me very uneasy. The steam boiler was one of them. Although I love steam, I like to work with steam. But the steam boiler had seen its better life long before I ever got it. But I love, I love steam. There's something elemental about all of this. Yes, yes. Thank you for listening to Notes from the Bee Yard. We publish new episodes on Fridays at noon. Join us next week for episode 12. In the meantime, hop on over to notesfromthebeeyard.buzz to subscribe.